At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone but not just anyone alma is there to help you find the right fit visit helloalma.com therapy 30 to schedule a free consultation today that's helloalma.com therapy 30 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Strowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Never too early to look at the next week of NFL action, so let's go ahead and do that. It's week four coming up, and it all kicks off Thursday night. The Lions are one-and-a-half-point favorites against the Packers. The total is 45, and Joe, I'll be honest, the first time when I saw that number, I thought, boy, that seems a good bit smaller when we thought that Detroit was such a, a sizable favorite to win that division. Yet here we are being impressed with uh, Jordan Love's second-half comeback against the Saints. And I would remind everyone that he did that against a backup quarterback who really wasn't able to move the, the football with any kind of consistency. So one-and-a-half seems a little short. I will, of course, wait until you know my model is comfortable uh, spitting out something. Uh, but what say you as far as this contest? Yeah, I see. It's all kind of all over the place. One and a half, twos, two and a half right now, bet MGM. Uh, but yeah, my first thought is you've got to take a look at the Lions, right? And if we're going to trash the Lions defense, and I know it's probably mostly on Ritter yesterday, but one thing you do have to consider is, hey, that is a phenomenal rushing offense that the Falcons do have. There are strengths on that offense. And to hold them to six points, what they did yards per play, doing no, absolutely nothing. Like, if we're going to trash the Lions defense one week uh, after their play against Seattle, got to give them a little bit of credit based on what we saw against Atlanta. So we have all these Packers players that were out and, you know, the car injury, obviously impactful. I would think that they're not going to be back for Thursday. My guess is they were mm -hmm. not saving them. But, but it is a division game, and you have a, a pair of teams that are 2-1. and one. You know, fighting for first place very early on, and the other team's not in it. Minnesota-Chicago winless so far. So it, that's going to be interesting, how they end up handling that on the short week. Do they want to give their best players at premium positions the extra time off? Ends up, get being more than a, ends up being a few weeks off. Or are they going to push it because they view this as an important game and maybe a tiebreaker down the road? Gosh, it would be great if they got some guys back. Then I would really like the Packers as underdogs here. I'm torn. I don't have a strong opinion just yet. I was very impressed with the Lions defense, though. That was yeah. mm -hmm. pretty awesome. So 
I just need to see more throughout the week if they're going to be able to get Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, Bakhtiari, you know, a, a lot of these guys back. Yep, there's a lot of them. Yeah, it, it really is. Yet at the same time, you know, when I look at what this Lions defense was able to do, I mean, outside zone runs, I mean, that's what the Falcons, they, they've been all about so far in this young season. And so I figured, well, you know, the Lions defense may be getting better. They may be improving. Uh, but, I mean, Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier, like you can't stop those guys, can you? Well, turns out they largely did. On outside runs, Robinson, seven attempts, 24 yards. Algier, four attempts, nine yards. This Detroit defense is vastly better than it was a season ago. And at some point, we do have to start respecting it. And so in that regard, the, the Lions look better and better, regardless of, you know, whatever happened in key games. There are more and more things to like, but maybe they aren't the things that we were looking for to start the year. And I think in that regard, uh, there's a lot to like as far as the Lions are concerned. That's why this number feels just a little bit short to me. I probably would like the Lions as a, as a bigger favorite. So, again, first instinct, but we'll see what happens from there. Uh, speaking of the Falcons, uh, they are going to be in London for uh, a London morning game for us. Very early for me here on the West Coast. <clears throat> Uh, but it's the Falcons uh, and the Jaguars, two teams coming off losses. Uh, what do we see from here, Joe? Uh, yeah, it'll be in the middle of my show. I love it. I'll be watching uh, some football during the morning as we're prepping for the rest of week number four. I mean, it's as expected. You have two teams off terrible performances, both, both coming off losses. And they were just ugly, ugly games for both of these mm -hmm. teams. So the bounce back thing don't work. The letdown thing don't work. It uh, doesn't work. The Jaguars are used to the trip. We all know this. They've been there much more than any other team. And they usually perform pretty well there. Uh, so sitting on three, where are we at right now? Are we still on three? three. Yeah. I mean, Jaguars minus ahead. three total 43 and a half. No, no difference with the look ahead. I don't expect this to go anywhere. I mean, may, if anything, there's support on the Jaguars' side. Then I would try to make a case for Atlanta, but I see this one closing three. Yeah, I kind of like the Jags here. I think they are the better team, and they are very used to playing in London, and they have back-to-back -back games in London. So in a way, yeah. it's kind of like a home field advantage for them. So I'll just lean, early lean Jags here in this spot. Yeah, I don't know if I have a lean at this point, but boy, this Jaguars offense is making me nervous. It, it's got to be better than this, and it isn't. The, I mean, I know we've been over this enough times as far as uh, smarting from our survivor pick, but you got to see more out of Trevor Lawrence and company. And I worry, like, we always validate yeah. Lawrence in some ways, like, oh, he had bad coaching. Oh, you know, he was only in his second year in that first half, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you got to do a little more than this. Like this was mm -hmm. a time when things really needed to come together for you and it didn't. So I think at some point it's okay to start criticizing him. And after last week's performance, maybe the Jaguars aren't as special as we thought. And the Falcons rushing attack. Yeah, it wasn't good a week ago, but this Jaguars defense is one you can run against. So and, you know, again, early instinct is if you like the Falcons, you might as well take them on the money line at plus 125 because they're going to find some way to win this game, gashing that Jaguars defense on the outside on the ground. That's certainly a path for them to win. So something to be mindful of. I think it's safe to say, Joe, that the one game we care about more than any other, just as football fans, 
would be the Dolphins and the Bills. Some line mm -hmm. movements here that have been intriguing is that uh, it's gone from three and a half to two and a half. And so uh, now the Bills are two and a half point favorites at home when they were three and a half point favorites. Credit the Miami offense for that. The total has skyrocketed from 50 to 53 and a half. So the question is <laughs> on one side of the ball, a three and a half point jump in the total. That's amazing. One of many amazing things when you're looking at as far as this Miami offense, uh, this Miami offense changing the game in general. But the question then is on one side of the ball, who do you like more? The Dolphins offense or the Bills pass rush? How is this an early game? Come on. This is what everybody wants to see. This is the game of the week. And I got to watch Zach Dale. Wilson on Sunday night or Tim Boyle. Get out of my face with that. I mean, it's going to be a non-competitive game there. I can't wait. I understand the move with everything Miami did. Well, Buffalo's not Denver defensively. So that, that's interesting. Cutting through that three, no surprise on the total. I mean, you look at the, these two teams, these offenses, these quarterbacks, these playmakers on the field. Like Diggs had another big game too, which kind of goes under the radar. So a couple nice spots there for, for Buffalo, and it looks like they've certainly figured things out after people wanted to ditch them after just one game. I, man, this is tough. The world is going to be on the Dolphins as a dog. I'm not going to be one of them. It's just whether or not I'm going to bite on, on mm. Buffalo inside of a field goal. Wow. Okay. I think the wrong team might be favored here. I wow. guess, you know, you're okay. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm with the people that will be on the Dolphins. I just think this Dolphins team is so good. I think they can hang with Buffalo. I know this is at Buffalo, so you got to factor in that. Um, you know, playing in Buffalo will be a hostile environment for sure. But, yeah, I still like Miami plus three. There is an argument to be made for the under 53 and a half. I wonder if that total is an overreaction. And that's probably the, the first look that I'm seeing yeah. here, Joe, in large mm -hmm. part, because I wonder if Buffalo wants to run the ball just a little bit more than we're used to, like really focus on James Cook a little bit. We know Josh Allen can take off whenever he wants. And usually he's pretty good about his decision-making as far as that's concerned, but it does feel like that they want to make fewer mistakes and keep things on the ground because they know, know with that defense they can win football games that way I don't know how much they'll be able to stop what Miami wants to do because one of the one of the great things about them is that there's always something different there's a there's always some new player that we're talking about or Tyreek Hill going nuts or whatever and so you trust Mike McDaniel to be prepared in a situation like this I mean they beat the Bills last year uh in one game and got mighty mighty close in that playoff game where they covered against the Bills. And so this is something where McDaniel has performed well against Buffalo when they were at the peak of their powers, and maybe they are here. But I think that this is a situation where this Miami defense I probably want to play back a little bit, maybe more too high safety looks, so that it invites the Bills to run the football a little bit more. Fewer drives, fewer possessions. I think the under is probably the best play so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just thinking back to sense. that snow game where the Dolphins yeah, lost by just three points. Remember mm -hmm. that one in Buffalo? And I think the mm -hmm. Dolphins are better, and the Bills might be slightly worse. So I still like the or the Dolphins here. 
Yeah, I would not say sense. Buffalo. If we were at three and a half still in the look ahead, I would not be interested in that. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's only inside of a field goal. You know, I don't think it would shock any of us if this one came down to the last possession. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And let's not forget this is a divisional game as well. And divisional games tend to be lower scoring because of that familiarity. So the fact that that. it jumped by three and a half points to me is concerning because it goes against uh, historical trends and what the data always recommend when it comes to these divisional matchups. So Mm -hmm. there are enough pointers to where I go, okay, who can get a stop at just the right time? Was that those high leverage situations, which defense do you trust a little bit more, but they're going to happen. And because we're going to see more on the ground plays and fewer deep shots, things like that, fewer explosive plays, I think by both offenses, the under is the play that I like. So I think in general, uh, that's how I'm looking at it, but we'll see if the number changes to where maybe there's something more appealing at like a three and a half or something of the sort. Uh, as far mm-hmm. as some of the other games, Joe, what stands out to you? Oh, Dallas, New England's going to be a lot of fun, yeah. right? Yeah. Aaron, Aaron mentioned Zeke coming back home. So this number came down a little bit. Some reaction to what we saw yesterday. I don't think it has anything to do with what the Patriots did. It's more about the Cowboys just laying laying an egg. And um, I don't know <laughs> if they're looking forward to this game at all, but it goes from seven and a half down to the key number of seven. I mean, is there a going to be a more popular teaser leg? <laughs> Dallas just at home. That. I was off just the thinking loss. That. 
Minus yep. one, just win the game. It's yeah, a low total, low total of forty-two with an explosive offense on one side. That that shows you the respect that Belichick gets with his defense. But this will be a very popular teaser leg. I get it, and um, hmm, I would not, I would not lay the seven. But we're gonna get a a much different performance than what we saw yesterday. I don't think there's any question about that. Hopefully. Cowboys laying an egg is just that that's just music to my ears. I hope to hear that more often this season. Uh, obviously Patriots plus seven is gonna be on my radar. Bill oh my Belichick. god. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what am, what are we doing, Aaron? I don't Why? Is that crazy? Uh, I don't think that's crazy at all. I didn't say the Cowboys were frauds like Ian McMillan did, but I do need to see more from them after this inconsistency and what they put out there on the field yesterday. But yeah, I mean, with Bill Belichick plus seven, worth a, I think it's worth it to bet on the dog here after the Cowboys definitely struggled. They've got some things to clean up in coaching matchup patriots win that one for sure there's like there's no doubt in my mind on friday that aaron's going to be giving out deck interception right there's no <laughs> minus question ten thousand that happens minus ten thousand that happens it depends what the number is does it let's see oh, <laughs> Belichick it does not defense. depend what the number is <laughs> it does not de- oh my gosh Uh, By the way, you know, Joe, you mentioned uh, the respect for Bill Belichick. I also think it's a lack of respect for this Cowboys offensive line. Again, three starters were out. And the question is, what kind of continuity will they have going forward? Because, you know, I don't think it's a knock against Dak Prescott to say that he needs the right infrastructure around him. Like the mobility that he was kind of known for at the start of his career, that's not really a part of his game now. Like, he's not a pure pocket passer, but he's definitely someone who isn't necessarily using as much his athleticism. Like, it's very much a let's go through the progressions, let's find the right receiver open, things like that. And that really hasn't happened very much. So I look at this and say he's not a statue in the pocket, not at all. But if this offensive line doesn't have continuity against what the Patriots defense can do with key blitzes in in the right situations, then yeah, this is going to be a lower scoring game and maybe just context suggests Patriots plus seven. But still though, these injuries could mount up for the Cowboys in a hurry and they do not have the supplements to be able to take care of that. Yeah, 44 yard rush for Arizona, 45 yard rush in the first half. So it throws off a lot of those rushing Rushing yards, those numbers. I have not been impressed with Stevenson. Like, we walked into this year with the Patriots thinking no. it was going to be Stevenson heavy. His yards after yeah. contact are just they're just horrendous this season. So, it'll be it'll be interesting. Uh, Cowboys need a rebound post uh, Trayvon Diggs this season, too. Especially with a 49ers game forthcoming. They absolutely need this one so they don't get too far behind. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for the night. That's right here on the BetQL Network.